0: The Contenders is a proud member of the Cage Club Podcast Network.
1: For other great shows about movies and pop culture, go visit cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. My name is Will Dean Dixon.
0: Hey, right. Will Dean. I know how I'm going to survive my mom's pageant season. That's my daughter's best friend. This is my daughter, Willa Dean. Wow. Okay. Figure
1: out who you are and do it on purpose.
0: Welcome to The Contenders, the show about the movies made by and starring women who refuse to play by the rules. I'm Aislinn Addington.
1: And I am Tobin Addington.
0: And today we have our next very special guest. Uh, today we have Reese Finch with us. Hi, Reese.
2: Hi. I'm just grinning ear to ear. This yeah. is so exciting.
0: Uh, well, we're excited to have you. Um, Reese and I are colleagues. Shaking hands. Handshake. Um, uh, Reese is in charge of all things student media at the university where we work mm. and um, is a amazing producer of all that media but um particularly a little show called 90s at noon that i used to co-host um at the college radio station so that's that's where we became friends
2: award-winning beautiful show i missed it very much
0: and then we stole a cat together but that's a different podcast that's
2: a tale for another time
0: (laughs) so thank you very much reese for being with us and uh talking about this movie. Tobin, what movie are we talking about?
1: Today we're talking about 2018's Dumplin', the uh, the Netflix movie, uh, which I had not seen, but I, as I remember, we were putting the schedule together. I can't remember if you had seen it or if you wanted to see it when we were sort of throwing out ideas about what we had to do next. Is this one that you had prior experience
0: with? I had seen it once before, yes. Um, And I think after... After I had seen it, I said we should probably do it, understanding that there are mixed reviews.
1: Sure, sure. Mm. But
0: um, I, and then after uh, nine to five, I said no, let's really do it <laughs> because I just <laughs> I, I had the spirit of Dolly in me, and I and I wanted to keep keep that going. Also, I, I like a Netflix movie from time to time uh, because I think sometimes that's easier to get to for folks. Yeah, although for sure. uh, depending, it could be harder to get to, but <laughs> um. Yes, I thought a Netflix movie would be accessible for folks who already have streaming services and um, with no extra renting necessary. Again, I'm sorry about barbed wire. So sorry. (laughs) Sorry.
1: We're not the ones who should be sorry about about barbed wire. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Um, uh, Tobin, had you seen this before?
1: No, I knew of it coming out and and like you, I had read some mixed reviews and I don't think I would have watched this movie had we not had the podcast to do if we hadn't been put on the schedule. It was one that I was sort of kind of vaguely interested interested in him because i do like dolly and i i like jennifer aniston in a lot of things especially in comedies um like uh, want Wanderlust wonderlust is a movie that um, yes. may, mm. maybe shouldn't make me laugh as hard as it does but um <laughs> uh, but it really does and so uh i have a lot of affection for her on on screen especially in kind of indie or, you know, um, uh, less sort of studio, studio driven movies. So uh, I was sort of interested, but I would, I did, yeah, it's just not, not one that would sort of come to the top of my, of my list. Um, Reese, what about you? Had you ever seen Dumplin' before?
2: I did. There was a lot of buzz on Twitter about it. Um, I think the week it came out and I was kind of putting it off, but my roommate threw it on and, and I was kind of cleaning the house and half paying attention, but I was sat down by like 30 minutes in the soundtrack uh, mm-hmm. had drawn me in I- <laughs> the acting was so charming. And I was like, I just got to sit down and check this out. I really enjoyed it. Uh, And I had to watch it again this week to kind
1: of get a refresh on it. Yeah. Charming is the word. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. For sure.
0: Um, Tobin, what are a couple of film history bits for us? Our
1: two bits are, first, that the writer-producer Kristen Hahn wrote half of the script before she officially had the job to write the movie. Uh, she she loved the book so much. She started – and I, I didn't look this up if, if she started this before or after the movie. But she co-founded um, – I think it's Echo Films, uh, Jennifer Aniston's production company with Jennifer Aniston. Um, and so they – she's mostly been a producer in her career. She has – has mm-hmm. one one other credit, credited credited uh, screenplay before this um, for a documentary? Um, so, but, but then had done a lot of a lot of um, of writing and there's a great uh, in style interview with her um, th- where she talks about among other things, backgrounding the Will and Bo relationship, which is has more as she puts it has more real estate in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if either of you have read the book. Uh, I haven't, but that she describes sort of backgrounding that a little bit um, for the for the movie. And the other bit is that Jennifer Aniston apparently does a really great Dolly. Part and impression
0: <laughs> Oh What I would pay To see that
1: There was a There was a story That at the um, Premiere I guess maybe It was not the Premiere But there were She and Dolly Were watching uh, a, a cut of the movie With a With a Like a test audience Who didn't know That they were there They were sitting In the back row And Dolly started to laugh And then had to Stifle her laughter And leaned over To, to Jennifer And said um, I can't they'll, they'll recognize My laughter <laughs> that was funny. I, You know I can't I can't laugh out loud In the theater They'll know it's me. And then later Jennifer Ann says, she looks over and, and Dolly's tearing up and she says, they don't know my tears. This is okay. Um, <laughs> she's, so good. she's so good. She's so good. So anyway, those are the, those are my two minutes. Islan, can you take us through the ladies in charge, women involved in major roles in Dumplin?
0: I would love to, it is a formidable list. So, you know, have a seat, put it in park, whatever you need to do. Uh, Cause we want to name all these awesome ladies in charge. Let's do it. Director, Anne Fletcher. Writer, Kristen Hahn. Actors, Danielle McDonald, Jennifer Aniston, Odea Rush, Maddie Bayou, Bex Taylor-Klaus, and Kathy Jimmy. Producers, Jennifer Aniston, Kristen Hahn, Trish Hoffman, and Kelly Todd. Editor, Emma E. Hickox. And costume designer Bina Degeler.
1: Woohoo!
0: I thought Dolly was a producer.
1: No, she's not. No. Interesting. Which is surprising, isn't it? Reese, you had you had an amendment to that list. Do you want to do that now?
2: It's an addition. Yeah, um, I, I come from a sound design background and I studied sound design at college. So I have a very expensive piece of paper that leads me to respect <laughs> other people in the medium. Uh, and so I wanted to point out that um, Karen Baker Landers is the supervising sound editor. And she's done. Yes. I didn't even know the Bings were live. This is so exciting. <laughs> um, she has 96 credits to her name and has worked Uh on even step up with Anne Fletcher. And I think that was her first movie as a director. Uh, And then Michelle Pazer is the dialogue editor for this movie. Yeah. She did
1: a good job. She did a good job. That's a good, great call. Yeah. I love having experts on. This is, I you always, well, we, I guess we've all brought experts. I don't mean to (laughs) denigrate the the guests that I've introduced us to, but you, you bring a lot of experts to the show.
0: I bring some content specialists. That's much better than expert. Okay, that's
1: good. Yeah, pardon me. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of content specialists, Tobin, give us your plot summary, please. You do this so well.
1: (laughs) Set me up for failure. All right. Here's our rundown. Not long after losing her beloved Aunt Lucy, Texas teenager Willa Dean Dixon, played by Danielle McDonald, decides to enter her mother's beauty pageant as a protest candidate. You see, Will's mom, Rosie, played by Jennifer Aniston, is a former beauty queen, while Will is is fairly comfortable as a plus-size kid who always felt more connected to and accepted by her aunt. Old friendships are tested, new ones are formed, and family bonds are mostly healed as Will fully embraces herself. Breaks through to her mom and finally fulfills her aunt's legacy, all set to the wit, wisdom, and songs of the ineffable Dolly Parton.
2: There's so many Dollyisms in this movie. All I the- should have kept a running count.
0: Oh, that would have been a fun drinking game. <sighs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Can't do it at work, but yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so that's Dumplin.
0: That's, that is, I mean, everything you said was indeed true. Um, <laughs> you, you mentioned, Towen, that this is not one that you would have gravitated towards. Yeah. Um, and it is absolutely one that I would have and did gravitate towards. Sure. For a few of the reasons. Uh, if you know me, you know I love something set in high school. Mm, I yep, love it. I love a coming of age, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, love when it's a musical or musically influenced. Mm-hmm. So that was huge, and then um, exploring the various uh, female relationships, so the the mother daughter bit, or um, the best friends stuff, and the way that mm-hmm. they are uh, their friendship is challenged as they're growing up and. And figuring things out, I loved, and then I love a band of misfits.
1: Yeah, you do love a band of misfits. That's one of your things. Yeah, for sure. So
0: for me, it really got going once the you know all the protest candidates, if you will, whether they're <laughs> sincere or uh, ironic <laughs> right. or a combination. <laughs> yeah. When they really got going, and then um, I shouldn't have said and band of misfits. I need to add in. I love a drag queen. Mm -hmm. And so when you add the band of misfits with the, with the drag queen dollies that just really, I I I loved that part of it. I I'm sure that there are parts of the critiques I agree with. It is not the best movie ever made, but I think it certainly did what it's, you know, set out to do and it did it it, it, delightfully. Well, That's my overall statement. (laughs) Reese, do
1: you have an opening statement? Your Honor
0: may it
2: please the court student members of the jury Uh, this is a beautiful movie about Texas
0: (laughs) that's the other reason we have you on Reese because we needed a Texan for this conversation you don't
2: need one because we won't shut up about it as you can see (laughs) but I always find it interesting when they substitute one part of the country for another so Mm -hmm. this is filmed in Georgia to pass off as an imaginary Texas town <laughs> that mostly passes the grade. Oh, interesting! Uh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I thought it's it's. I think we've all said it, but very charming. Um, Dolly does an incredible job on all the songs and reinventing some of her old yeah. stuff and mm-hmm. re-recording it mm-hmm. with modern artists um, and some classics. And then she worked with, I think, Linda Perry yeah. from Four Non Blondes is the other person who worked on the music. And uh, just I'm sold. 90s <laughs> nostalgia throughout. Uh, keep turning pages and being love annoying. It. No, I love uh, it all. <laughs> no, it's really, I don't know. We'll get into it more in discussion. Tobin, what would you think?
1: Yeah, I like <laughs> this movie. Um, you know, I, I think I was I, th- I think my reservation going into it, or not not reservation. Once once Eisel says you got, we should watch this movie, I am even after Barbed Wire, I am there. Aww, um, that's <laughs> nice. But I, I think the reason I didn't watch it when it first came out is one, just because I'm very busy, um, which I know we all are. Uh, but you know, we have to you have to pick and choose your media, right? Like you, we don't mm-hmm. have time to, to watch everything as it sort of drops on Netflix each weekend. Um, but I I think also the reviews as they came out – had a kind of, oh, this is kind of a mediocre movie. This is kind of a, this is still that feeling mm-hmm. of like movies kind of get dumped on Netflix and like, yes, yeah, it's, it's a little, it's, it's slight. It's, you know, all these things that get um, thrown, especially at romantic comedies, which I don't know that this officially counts as we could talk about that, but it gets listed as a romantic comedy in mm-hmm. a lot of places. That is places. a shame. Yeah. Right. Especially the work they went through to sort of downplay that part of the, of the story. Um, mm-hmm. But since that's, that's sort of the headline of the thing, I'm like, oh, Okay, I'll get to that someday if I have a chance. It just just didn't sort of feel like I, I had to see. So I went in with sort of lower expectations, knowing that, and, and I and I, I I really enjoyed it. I think there are some issues with the movie that I that I think. Keep it from being um, really good that we can mm-hmm. that we can talk about it. the things that it does well. It does really well. I have a I share a lot of the loves of high school movies and and things that, that Island does. Uh, I'm always allergic to makeover scenes. Mm-hmm. I I don't <laughs> like them as plot devices for making characters suddenly appealing to other characters, which mm-hmm. in in this movie found new ways to do that where based on who was doing the making over and how how they were being made over it it felt like they were more sort of finding um uh avenues of self-expression as opposed to mm-hmm. covering up things and i and i i, I saw i saw i saw applaud a lot of things going on in this movie yeah i liked it you know it's like a that's like a b it's like a solid b for mm-hmm. me I, yeah i enjoy i enjoyed this movie
2: i think that's a great great take at it i hadn't read the reviews until today mm. uh after seeing the movie twice and yeah a lot of i loved the ones that it's just like they're expressing about how great it is and how much it focuses on on women relationships and and does all of this quite well and the music is great and then they get slapped with like a three out of five
0: <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> i'm like so would you not like about it <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm interested to hear, Tobin, the, about um, your uh, appreciation of the of Jennifer Aniston as a comedian, a mm. comedic, comedic actor, because I hadn't heard you say that before. And I agree. I think Wanderlust... Well, I guess I knew that your wife really liked Wanderlust because she kept texting me while watching it. Um, but I I didn't know that was one for you. And I, I I know we've talked a little bit about Horrible Bosses, but I don't know that we've talked about Jennifer in it. So um, can you share a little more about, uh, about your – Feelings around Jennifer Aniston in
1: this piece? Yeah, sure. I, my feeling about Jennifer Aniston in general is that she's someone who, because of the kind of celebrity that she is. Her celebrity persona reigns so supreme. In it's like it's constant. I, I am I am sort of inundated with Jennifer Aniston news, as Aniston as a celebrity person as opposed to as an actor. And so I and I think it gets easy then for people, myself included, to to not then think of those kinds of celebrities as actors until we see them in something and say. Oh wow! Look what they're doing there. They're they're really good. They know how to do this, you know. Hmm. Um, and I think that the 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 work that Jennifer Aniston is doing in this movie, um, in terms of, she has a very very fine line to 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 work as an actor in this movie, where she has to be both kind of the villain of the piece and also like a character who is redeemed through the course of the story. And, um, and I realize a villain is too strong a word, but that's sort of like as close as the movie gets to sort of an antagonist to, to, to will. Um, and I think she does that. She does that so well without ever condescending to the, to the character. um I, I one of my favorite scenes of hers is there's a moment in the uh, lead up to the pageant where all of the contestants are having to show off their, talents um Mm -hmm. and she said so that she can approve them so there's nothing too risque or whatever right that goes into the that goes into the show and the it it goes through this little montage she keeps cutting to a little bit of a of a few of the people doing their tap dancing or singing or ventriloquism or whatever and then back to jennifer Anston and she you know either appreciates something or sort of sinks and you she she does that stuff in there so fine-tuned it's she's she's both as a character rosie is appreciating what's happening or cringing for the character at, like the, the kid as they're doing their thing and then also having to put on a show for the other judges and the other girls like she's always looking around in this movie to like make sure people are approving or you mm-hmm. know and i it just all of that that work you don't need to do that work to make this character in this movie, and I just think she went above and beyond with all, with all of, like, really understood who this character was. And maybe it plays into going on too long, but maybe it plays into her celebrity, this idea that she is a person who is watched, right? Like, mm. she knows what it is to be to be watched all the time. And so she's playing into that a little bit as she's sort of looking around to see how other people are reacting to the things that, that she's seeing, and if her reactions are in line or not. What, what
0: did you all think? Well, just to piggyback off the the last thing you said that sort of struck a chord with me as, again, with the kind of celebrity she is. And I add to that kind, <laughs> A, someone who is known for one thing.
3: Mm-hmm. Right? And
0: and she has transcended and she's done other, you know, other things. But I think of my students who were born, you know, in the late 90s and have just say things to me like, have you seen that show? It's called Friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, right. sure. as sure. if they're
0: going to explain friends to me. Um, but so, so, you know, we know and have been around for her career, but, but she's still, you know, she's, there's a part, seeing her is always going to remind most people of Rachel, I think. Sure. Right. 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 And so I think she shares that with the character in that there's this kind of time capsule of a moment that was that everyone knows her for, and this is on a completely mm-hmm. different scale. But instead of, or maybe not knowing how to or not wanting to transcend and, and move on, she's trying to live up to that time capsule. Uh, and, you know, which leads to some of the humor with the lying down in the backseat of the car because mm. she has to wear the <laughs> same dress mm-hmm, and,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and keep the pageant in such a way that is recognizable to the folks who recognize that tiny bit. So I, uh, you know, we're, I don't know if we're over or under, uh, appreciating how internal she, you know, pulled mm-hmm. to get this character out. But, but I, I would agree with you that it's, um, it, 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 it felt authentic. You know, she, she found an authentic place for it. Um, I then also, because of the kind of celebrity she is, uh, I'm, and I'm, kind of hyper aware of conversations around celebrity motherhood or not.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That's kind of the part that I, and I, I don't know how to say it. I, I catch myself cause I don't want to be, uh, saying, well, she couldn't do that cause she doesn't have that experience, but I enjoyed watching her, you know, parent <laughs> or attempt to parent this, yeah. mm-hmm. this <laughs> kid who is also, you know, uh, somewhat grown, you know, it's not, not a, a toddler or anything, but that, that um the, the way they had to play being so close because of their, you know, their actual relationship, but then so distant because of where we're hitting them in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. and I, and I thought she did great work there too. Reese, what about you? Yeah. We haven't
2: seen her much as a mother before. Mm-hmm. And this was really interesting to me. I don't pay that much attention to her career outside of like Joanna from office space. And Uh, (laughs) I'm not a big fan of friends. Um, So I usually don't think of her. I in fact forgot it's her in wanderlust. This is how crappy I am to her in my mind, I think. (laughs) Um, But she's phenomenal in this. She's a really good parent. I know why she picked this as like her piece to produce and to make and everything. Um, She's such a good mother to all, All of the participants. She may not be the best to her daughter. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, She comes around, but she is such Mm -hmm. a good parent to everybody who comes by asking for advice and guidance and everything. And she's always providing that. And you could tell, like, she just never picked up the slack because Lucy, Aunt Lucy, was always there um, to be closer with her own daughter.
1: That's such that's a, a that, good point. That's such a great point. Yeah, uh, that's such a great point. I, I am to, to cap off our Gen- – well, maybe you have other things to say, but my my portion of our Jennifer Aniston appreciation, <laughs> the Jennifer Aniston appreciation corner of our show, I cannot wait <laughs> for the morning show with her and Reese Witherspoon. I think this is going to be – I hope. My expectations are very high. I maybe should ratchet them down a little bit. But I feel mm-hmm. like the, the, um, the two of them are going to make an excellent, excellent team on that show. but uh, I digress wait like on the real show no they're making a uh, they're making a show for uh, Apple um, TV called the morning show uh, with the two of them and Steve Carell and they're both
0: producing it and uh, yeah cool yeah Yeah, I think I agree I echo the cool Um, so we talked about Jennifer Aniston what about the uh, let's get into my band of misfits a little bit Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Reese, do you want to start?
2: <laughs> Hannah is the best character ever written for stage or screen. Um, yeah, you here first, folks. No, but she's <laughs> not the best character, but like a very solid character who I love to see in any pageant film mm-hmm. or any uh, teen flick. Um, very cool to see like a uh, Latinx um probably LGBTQ, mm-hmm. smash the patriarchy kid, mm-hmm. um, being best friends with the small town Texas gal who's still really into religion and no one gives her crap for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we'll just call her normal Ellen. And then-
0: We're sort of ex- we'll accidentally gorgeous, Ellen. Oops. You know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I really like that.
0: Who, who me, Ellen?
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what did they call it's not um forever 21 it's like sweet 16 is the name of the store she works yes. at <laughs> i love all the little things
1: uh, <laughs> they do oh, such a good funny. job at that eyes on who is your favorite misfit
0: oh it's it's so difficult i i do think a little bit i i, I loved hannah i was glad um that they r- rounded out the the misfits i i think i wasn't entirely expecting that there were let me say there Parts of the how the story went, and I also haven't read the book, but that that surprised Mm. me in a good way. That I sort of thought I knew. This is what's gonna, you know. I've seen pageant movies, I've seen high school movies, I've seen uh, plus size pride movies, so I thought Mm -hmm. I sort of knew. And there, like, I think Hannah was one of the parts that I was like, "All right, I'll I'll take it. This this adds to it for me." Um, I did really like Millie. (laughs) She's just so like sickly earnest in you know, I mean in, in her um delightfulness
3: mm-hmm.
0: and um and that her her conflict was also with her mother mm-hmm. but from a completely different
3: mm-hmm.
0: angle mm-hmm. um that so I, I I liked that and 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 I, I appreciated the way that character then made uh, will have to continue to define like what her mission and her s- struggle was like, no, no, I'm not like this parade isn't for you, but really it turned out that the parade was for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. And then that interaction with, um, like you say that, you know, fairly, we are, you know, as, as is portrayed, uh, religious potentially conservative that uh, then is made over by, the drag queens and um, and then comes into her own, but still being herself still with her, mm-hmm. uh, you know, gospel music at the, mm-hmm. at the final thing. I, I, yeah, I just, I, I kind of wanted to be annoyed by her and I, I couldn't.
3: Right. And maybe
0: it was the amount of it that was there. It could easily be too much. If it was a television show, she probably wouldn't be my favorite character, but this, mm. and then that her mom is Kathy to Jimmy yeah who I have loved since <laughs> sister act so and that that so that was an echo of that to me was was her nun and sister act that had the voice that needed to be
1: mm, interesting
0: focused sure. I don't know there mm-hmm. was just sure, sure. something that I was like oh this is this is too much fun um and yeah just the <laughs> just when they're in the bar I said um I think is that a man like a, a <laughs> yeah. lovely man I love it, but man yeah. <laughs> just try, and having been the friend to someone who was figuring something like that out. Um, I like that you know they gave her space to, to figure it out, and it wasn't like, well, duh. I yeah. don't know. They were yeah. just the yeah. way that, um, because there's not always. I and the other thing I liked, and then I'll stop talking. Um, like Will isn't always you know, making the best choice or the kindest choice or, you know, I mean, she's, there are points in this movie when I'm not on her side.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so I'm, I'm glad that there's, there's space for that. But I, I do think the overall message of them all helping each other and, and working together uh, to kind of bring out the authenticity in each of each of what they wanted to do.
2: She's really a, or Millie is really like a Tracy Turnblatt, light yes. um and i know she played her in the live production okay. that was on abc or whatever it's why they picked her for this movie but i didn't i didn't realize they'd basically be replicating the role of tracy or maybe it's how it's written
0: yeah i didn't i just stopped with the live i like couldn't even anymore
2: <laughs> that's fair
0: <laughs> and so um i was i didn't realize that so now i sort of now that gives me my you know 10 minute a YouTube spiral for tomorrow. <laughs> it alternates between uh, live musical performances and cute dog videos.
3: Ooh,
2: mm. uh, that, hard to Yeah,
0: it's you know, <laughs> yes, indeed, you're right. And it often it's a lot. There's a lot of waitress like on my work computer. If you go to YouTube, it's all waitress videos and Kelly Clarkson covers. I am basic, and I'm okay with it.
2: <laughs> Good for you. Thank
0: you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, so I I don't know. We sort of talked around the people, um, and then uh, we should also just mention the the Lucy of it all because that's really our uh, channel to Dolly, right?
1: Is <laughs> right, is right. Aunt mm-hmm. Lucy
0: who was uh, it seems like a significant caretaker caregiver mm-hmm. for uh, mm-hmm. Will when she was younger, and. Um, And and also, I I feel like Will gives Lucy credit for finding her best friend. Yes, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, and then and then that they grew up with this uh sort of um, when I say opium den, I mean (laughs) it in like like the uh, uh, a cute way, but this uh attic space of. Safety and 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 their their own Dollywood, if you will. Oh. <laughs> but she's not in and the we movie, right No, and
1: we quit. would know Dollywood,
0: and we would know. Hey, Reese, here's a question: Have you ever been Dollywood? <laughs> yeah.
2: The happiest place on earth. Yes, I have been.
0: Hey, hey, all three,
1: oh, all three of us. All right.
0: I would encourage, and I haven't been back recently. I was trying to plan a trip this year; it didn't come together, but. I would encourage anyone to go to Dollywood. It's a fantastic little theme park totally. with an Eagle preserve in the back yard. I mean, I don't know, but you know, totally. is it like attached and the original <laughs> little cabin? I mean, there's just, I love it. It's great.
2: And Pigeon Forge has so much other tourist crap to throw at you. <laughs> it is a joy just to walk around there. And drink all the moonshine they will give you. <laughs> so, I'm going to pitch a question and idea to y'all. And I want to be honest Do you think that Lucy's spirit divines the magic eight ball? Whoa. Wow. I don't think the movie threw too much of that at me, but because she turned to Lucy for yeah, every other right. bit of guidance until she got her own Paul. <laughs> right.
1: I was like, mm, "Maybe." Wow, I like that reading. I kind of wish the movie had um, stopped with the Lucy flashbacks and just stuck to the that idea. Maybe, maybe with a sound cue or something, not to not to be too <laughs> uh, heavy handed with it. Uh, but um, yeah, I like that reading. That had not occurred to me.
0: Me either. I feel it's like fine. I missed it's something. Still...
2: <laughs> I don't think you missed anything. I think I read into something that's not there, especially because it comes from uh, Bo, who we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. But... Oh, right. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah.
1: Although I could see. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that reading, though. I think that's I think that's interesting. It's, you know, her and her having to find uh, to, to find ways to trust her instincts in a way. And- sure, yeah, she mm-hmm. lost
0: her compass. Yeah,
1: right, right, right. Yeah.
0: Interesting. See, now I'm going to want to go watch it again.
1: <laughs> um, before we get to Bo, we should talk about Danielle McDonald, uh, the star of this yes. movie. Yes. Uh, because we haven't had a chance. We haven't really talked about her much yet. Um, I had not, I actually had seen her in something I saw, The East. She was in the the uh, movie hmm. The East and uh, Lady Bird. Um, but I had not seen Patty Cakes, which was kind of her big breakout movie, apparently. Um uh, right. Do, you, do you, either of you come with sort of associations with Danielle McDonald prior to this movie?
0: I don't. I thought she looked very familiar to me, and I wasn't sure why, but it must have been Ladybird.
2: I just knew about Patty Cakes from the festival uh-huh. circuit, and it's been on my list forever. Mm-hmm. And all I know was like, this Australian actress is, like, going to be a big deal. And then I didn't watch it, and here she <laughs> is. So I got to go watch
1: Patty Cakes.
0: Yeah, agreed. That's I echo that.
1: What about the Willadine
0: character? How y'all
1: feeling about Willadine?
2: Willadine Opal <laughs> Dixon. It's a, it's
1: a great is, name. It's a great name. <laughs> it's a great name.
2: Uh, rolls off the tongue. Dumplin herself. Uh, is really charming. She's her own worst enemy. Yes. She can be really. God, one of the first interactions we have with her as you know, a teen is like her just being snotty to somebody who's just interested in pageants <laughs> yes and doesn't look like her, and I'm like, okay, wow, um I see we have a lot of deep rooted issues, <laughs> and that's okay <laughs> and I'm glad she works through them, but she can just she can be rude sometimes, as is the teenager's yeah, way. True.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it took me a while to. I think I was put off. And again, I not not, um, uh, she did a great job playing the role,
3: uh-huh.
0: but like mm-hmm. in the role, I sort of put off by just kind of how sort of, I don't know. Righteous. Her angst was. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't know that it all. We not nah, well rah, rah. kangaroo. <laughs> this is my new favorite thing. I love it. Um, yeah, she was she was angsty in it in an unpleasant way uh, for me, but I think that was right in the world. It was just that, do I want to hang out with this person or not?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, so the acting was good, mm-hmm. the part was fine, but it was done so well that I was like, oh yeah, you're you're a little much. But also, you know, the, the kind of beauty of the high school and the coming of age stuff is that the whole universe revolves around her. Uh
3: huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Right, and
0: every and 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 she feels this, you know, pageant season is oppresses her, right? Because she gets it at home, but then, you know, you can't drive through town without seeing them all in matching jogging underwear. <laughs> I
3: don't know what <laughs> yeah. one of those
0: movie things like um like cheerleading uniforms in movies or other like mm-hmm. that is not what that looks like in real life. But I also have not spent a lot of time in Texas, so perhaps Reese um. There are It's not far <laughs> off. I'm here to for, tell you.
2: Uh, yeah, for Paget yes. boot camp, probably. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, I don't. I don't know if I answered the question, but I'm done talking.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, quick thing, because like you were saying that even the um, like the whole town is enveloped mm-hmm. by this thing. The radio station is like stop chatting about this event <laughs> and kind of like cluing us into when it's coming up. Uh, and I had to look up KQRQ. Oh, yes. Is it real? Well, it's real in Pablo, Montana.
1: Oh, wow. So I'm like, <laughs> Wait, I know.
2: Way to check your uh, fake radio station. But, you know, I don't think they're giving them any free publicity.
0: So next time we drive up to the lake, Tobe, we're yes, going to have yes, to tune in. in. <laughs> that is a small town we have driven through. Thousands of times.
2: Thousands of times. Well, yeah. tune into their favorite, probably only <laughs> country station.
0: Oh, not at all. I'm sure they have <laughs> yeah, more than that. About. That's true. That's <laughs> it's true. All, it's all country and Christian and um, that side of the lake. Oh, more
1: power Can I? Um, can, can I lodge a complaint yes. about this movie? Just Just um, one. Just well, yeah. I have one, I one sort of overall, uh, sort of kind of I guess structural issue. Mm. Uh, so in the interview that I referenced earlier with the writer producer Kristen Hahn, she talked about that in the book. One of the things that she loved about it was how it was, the, how there were so many love stories in the book, all different kinds of love. You have the love between the the band of misfits, mm-hmm. the love between the friends who are estranged and then and then come back together, the love between the uh, Will and her mom, between Will and her aunt, Will and Bo. And, uh, and Will and the um, – uh, what's Harold uh, Perrineau's uh, character? Lee, the mm-hmm. uh, sort of lead uh, drag queen? Yes. Or go- the, fa- the fairy godmother kind of character. Um, I felt like – the mo- so the movie is 150 minutes long. And I yeah. think it's probably 20 minutes too long, 15 I or 20 agree. minutes too long. I think it makes – and I don't think this is entirely Kristen Hahn's fault because she's, you know, she's trying to do all the stuff that they're doing in the book, or or and I think she she did, you know, uh, uh streamline a lot of it, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. But Will for me goes through like two, two extra periods of being kind of knocked flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and it feels like they maybe she should, should have just choked. Like Lucy has to kind of send a sign to save her a number of times in this movie. And it feels like it's I just got a little. It made it kind of confusing, hard to track where she was in in the course of the, of the film, and I feel like it, that had been had been streamlined a little bit more, and had been she'd been doing well, and then got you know things got harder, and then she got not flat, and then all the way down, and then picked herself back up, which I realized might have made it a little more of a conventional structure, but I think without that, I. I, I started to lose track of Will emotionally. Like, mm-hmm. I was really, I was with her in a lot of the movie. Uh, and then, and then I'd lost track for a little bit. And then she got me back at the end. But I feel there's a little, it's a little shaggy in kind of the mm-hmm. middle third of the movie. And I, and I think it's mostly, mostly structural. I don't think it's the performance uh, or the directing, which Mm-mm. I think is, is quite good. I, I think it's, I think it has to do with the pacing and the, and the, how much story they're trying to cram into this movie.
0: Yeah, I I hear that. And I don't have the same blueprint or scaffolding or uh, I don't see the matrix in the same way that you do, Tobin, when you watch something. Um, speaking of being an expert, because you are an expert, I also f- but I felt the feelings. Of, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I, as you say that, I'm like, oh, yes, that was familiar. That was that. Time I didn't pause it when I got up to get more ice water, right? (laughs) Right, Because I just, I wasn't quite sure. And, and I sort of, I remember thinking, okay, wait, when is the pageant? Like trying to timeline (laughs) it a little bit. So um, with a, with a much less articulate uh, analysis, I agree. Uh, I think they could have, it could have tightened up a little bit in some places. That being said, I did love how much of the pageant we got to see.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And so um, so I wouldn't have tightened anything there because mm-hmm. I, I wanted to see Millie do her thing. I, I wanted to see what the, you know, magic was going to come out and then fully <laughs> like what all the makeovers were.
1: Right.
2: We didn't get to see Hannah's martial arts routine in the flesh. Yeah.
0: That, yeah.
1: I'm a little bummed.
0: That bummed me out as well. Would it have slowed I, things I just down wanted mass. more Hannah, but. Right. Yeah.
1: And that's okay. Yeah. I think we could. I, I could have used that. I would. I would have watched that. I think that would have been good. I, I. That's one of the sad things about something that I'll never watch in DVD because it's only on Netflix. Is that there's probably a deleted scene mm-hmm. of her, you know, routine, <laughs> and it uh-huh. would be fun. It would be fun to see.
0: Mm. What about the musical elements, mm. or or all the Dolly isms? I mean, this is a world enchanted by Dolly. All you know, aren't we all? But how did that and did, did that work for you, Reef?
2: Like I like to think that. There is a different religion in this world, and like one of that bedazzled book of Dolly that uh, Lucy has in her box is just like that is the that is the whole guidebook to it, and you create your own story of your life with Dolly, uh, and it's beautiful, and that's what that opium den is it's
1: that's your little <laughs> chapel,
2: um, it's really beautifully done. They had some surprises with some of the re-recordings because like apparently every room in this house has a record player which is my dream yes <laughs> um but wholly unrealistic i think um there's a, a version of here i am by dolly and sia that's played while mm-hmm. Dean is listening to the original code of many colors album and so my mind is just like trying to do these mental back looks of like no it's not di- diegetic music and it shouldn't be a big deal but then i'm I'm out here in the real world going, I don't, how does that work? Okay. (laughs) Well then they have a different world where Sia existed in a different time and you can cut this whole thing out, but this is my little, (laughs) my little aside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really, really well done music. I liked the Jolene remix for the drag Mm -hmm. queens and have got to find that here. You come again, gets a Chekhovs remix. And I'm here for that. um, because there's that one brief scene where they're showing her that Willie Dean is learning how to remix music and that we don't get her scenes of her producing anything. So that's (laughs) fine. Um, I'm not expecting like a, I don't know, a whole subplot
0: points for you as well. Yeah, (laughs) It's fine.
2: (laughs) It's all good. But you know, I I'm also very impressed with a, a gay slash biker bar. Slash drag bar that has a weekly
0: Dolly Parton program. Yeah. I want to, I want to know where that bar is. It's
3: intense.
0: (laughs) And that they all knew the, like, it's one thing to have. Yeah. Okay. Weekly Dolly night. That's you would be, I would be nervous that it would get old. Not for me. I would go, but you know, that it would, it would not be profitable after a while if it was every week. So in my mind, I sort of made it seasonal. Like, in the spring, I don't know, um, yeah, or monthly, but I mean, yes, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but I loved that when they're uh, with all the dollies and then and then introducing the kind of you know master MC dolly <clears throat> that then was started a quote that then the whole bar finished, right? Like that, what that was awesome. It's Speaking church. of misfits, so like <laughs> yeah, our band of yeah. misfits found. Yeah, the Church of Misfits, and yeah, I—that totally. I, was a strange little piece of heaven. <laughs> little slice of heaven there! Does anyone in this group have and want to share a a favorite Dolly song, even if it's just your favorite today?
1: Ooh, I'll tell you the one that. So I, I couldn't say favorite favorite. There are just too many, but. The one that goes through my head the most and maybe because we did the show on it is 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. I I I'll have that song popping in my head as I'm strutting down the street. I'll have it as I'm like going to bed at night. I will it will uh, make an oatmeal in the morning like <laughs> that that the opening to that song and then and then it just it just then is stuck in my head for the remainder of the day whenever it starts. Uh, and so I don't know that it's my favorite but it it feels the one that's maybe is is closest to me right now. Nice.
2: Reese? Well, I gotta say, I really liked the 95 scene uh, in the movie. Mm -hmm. It was sweet. Mm -hmm. But also, the only time we see Ellen's boyfriend ever in the movie is right Mm -hmm. then and him being annoyed with his girlfriend. Which is very sweet. (laughs) Tim! Um, Tim. (laughs) Because
0: we just didn't need him. We
2: didn't need him. He gets a call out that he's green around the gills. uh, Like a little shy later on. And that's good. It's fine. Uh, Cutting the unnecessary story fat. Um, Mm -hmm. But... um, No, it's, it's gotta be, I will always love you. And Mm. yeah, whenever she gets to the spoken word part, I always tear up every time.
1: (laughs) Good choice. What about you?
0: I mean, it changes uh, for sure. Um, And then I lost my mind for a second, but most recently I have had your experience to with nine to five, but I have had it with Jolene. Oh, Sure. And so it's sort of fun to to look at various versions of that online and then duets she's had with folks for it. And I remember in, speaking of the 90s, uh, <laughs> late 90s or early 2000s, there was an album of Dolly songs from other people. And I don't remember the artist. I'm sorry. We, I can find it before. Maybe you can <laughs> drop it in later. But a young um not super country singer, I don't think. Did a very spooky version
3: mm. that
0: gets stuck in my head, and the, the video is all like in the dark outside, and and but her face is spotlit, and it's all kind of not gothy, but like spooky, and um and Dolly's in it a little bit, but but so I always think of the spooky Jolene, mm. and sometimes I need to listen to Dolly's to get all of them out of my head, but in a in a kind way, like. Not, oh, I get this out of my head, but okay, I need to embrace this in order for it to get out of my head.
1: <laughs> so Dolly said in an interview, you both probably know this, this is, I think, kind of a infamous story, that she wrote Jolene and I Will Always Love You on the same day, mm-hmm. um, and whether that <laughs> means – like. She was saying day in a sort of more generic kind of era, you know, like a sp- space of time or, you know, a few weeks or whatever. The idea, I mean, the number of songs that she has that are that I, I'm sure I don't even know that are incredible, let alone the ones that that I know that are incredible. I mean, the the hits just keep coming, but the, that there would be such a fertile period that within a day or a week or a month, she would write these two songs at the sort of same time. I mean, it's just she, it's, she is incredible. She is incredible. She is
0: incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that this movie gave us another reason to do more stories and have more interviews and just, it it allowed me some new Dolly content in my life. (laughs) And and then when does the Netflix series come out? Do you know what I'm talking Uh, about?
1: Yeah, I do. I I don't know um, the date on that, although there's a whole series, like she, she has this big deal now at netflix for all Mm -hmm. kinds of things there's going to be a lot of dolly content uh coming on on netflix um in the next you know the next few years uh which i think is amazing um i haven't i heard if there's a release date this is for heartstrings with um julianne huff is that the the show you're thinking no
0: i was talking well i don't know but i was talking about it's like four or six episodes and each one is a different song Ooh. You know what I'm talking
1: about? Yeah, that is, I'm sorry. Yeah, the 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 it's called Heartstrings is, is the it? name of okay. the anthology. Gotcha. And Jillian Huff is is in the the Jolene one. Perfect. Okay. Uh, is the one who's been maybe other people have been um uh oh um yeah you know, who else has been is is I'm just reading is is gonna be in one of them is um Kimberly Williams Paisley.
0: We love Kimberly Williams Paisley in our house. Father of the yeah. ride. <laughs>
1: You know, plus the nine to five
0: yes. uh, sequel deal that's mm-hmm. going on, on Netflix.
1: Anyway, there's lots of lots more to come from Do- uh, Dolly and loves Netflix. Dolly and Dolly Good. loves
0: Netflix back. <laughs> Iceland,
1: you know, um, one thing we haven't touched on yet is your pageant oh history. <gasps> no, I wonder if you could if you could share with us your your experience a little bit, and then I'll share you share with you my experience of your pageant history. All
0: right. So first, I'm. Switching positions here so I can more accurately speak to this. Okay. Um. First of all, it was a scholarship program, <laughs> quote unquote. Scholarship program. Yes. Okay. Did this scholarship program include an opening number with choreography, an evening gown, and answering uh, impromptu questions on stage? It did. <laughs> yes, it did, folks. Yes. Was it did. I robbed? <gasps> yes I was.
1: <laughs> yes you were. <laughs>
0: the uh and I'm not saying I should have won. The young uh woman who won was awesome and fantastic and and good prevailed. But the runner up um ran her little 2 minute or not 2 minute two sentence whatever by me and I corrected both of the words she was using wrong in it.
1: <laughs> uh oh. There's <laughs> your mistake right there. There
0: was my mistake. That's that's when I lost the top uh I lost my um you know, top five, but I was in the top 10 folks I placed. And then I did win miss formal photogenic. So
1: yes, he did.
0: You know, (laughs) there's that. Um, but in which I say (laughs) (laughs) with equal parts, um, pride and humiliation for having a plaque in my possession that says miss formal photogenic, it should really say doctor formal photogenic. Yes. (laughs) Um, so yeah, there was a, a, a program, a Miss Teen Montana program that again, was scholarship based. There's no swimsuit. Um, and you had to apply and you had to pay money, which there's the kicker. Um, and it was in another town that we didn't live in. And, and so a whole gaggle of Addington's <laughs> and friends. Yep. I think two carloads by the end of it. Yep, two uh, carloads. Including you and then um, one of my very best friends of all time, Britain, uh, as my, the other people, young people there and then um, other family members and such. And I would go, is what I recall, I would go to the sessions where we would learn choreography or practice whatever. And then there were some uh-huh. other, there were some interviews and some, I mean, I guess professional development would be the category i would put it in but i don't know and then during all the breaks i would run up to the hotel room and then tell you and britain and mom like all the things that had happened and do impressions of the other contestants and he's like yes. that um so and I, then and it was the weekend that drop dead gorgeous came out was the other part
1: that's it. That. right
0: so when we me- did not go we didn't go i was so tired I we were so, so tired, and
1: we were like, "Oh, we should maybe see this thing," and then we didn't go. Mm-hmm. And I've all subsequently watched that movie and uh, many times in our in mm-hmm. our youth, and um, I've always always regretted that we didn't see it in the heat of your of your pat of your pageant <laughs> career. Yes. Now, I think that if the judges had seen your impressions of the other contestants that you were doing for us in the hotel room, they they would for sure have given you first place. If that had been your talent, that would have been amazing.
0: Also, the routines I was doing, because I wasn't staying with y'all, I had to stay with the other contestants, and we were four to a room. And I was also doing routines for them and their parents, not of the other contestants, but just of like, you know, my observational humor. So I think I was working hardest of all of them. Um, I did learn some things. There was a contestant who was a roommate of mine who was one of the first people I met in my life who was as generous with their sexuality as anyone I've ever met. Um, And so I did learn some things. I learned some definitions of words. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> learned some, some, you know, your standard do's and don'ts. Um, and yeah, it was a roller coaster. And then I was also strangely reunited with my kindergarten best friend who had moved away.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, she was
0: also in it. So as you're, as you, you know, I, I thought this well was dry, but as you brought it up Tobin, uh, the memories have just come a flooding and back and I don't remember the entire song, but I'm sure that parts of the song that we had to sing will get stuck in my head later tonight uh is there anything else before we move on from this (laughs) (laughs) strange chapter um that you remember
1: no you i I was (laughs) not sure you would be able to cover it all I, i do i what i remember is how i remember three things distinctly i remember how um seriously the uh sort of People running the the scholarship program, yes. uh took things. I mean, they were yes. as with Jennifer Aniston's character with Rosie and this. They were vi- like they these were the organized. Like they were very, they were very, very clear about their expectations for all kinds of things. And I remember how funny <laughs> the whole experience was. How sort of unusual it was for. Uh, you know, for this to be your, your right, world, it, was, it I mean, was out of character
0: for those yeah. for those who don't know me at the time. It was out of character, <laughs> yeah, it was, it out was of character. a lot. And, and I
1: remember, and I remember how I was so impressed that you were just fucking doing it. <gasps> um, and it was a lot of work. I mean, it was, work. it was a lot of work, uh, and and I remember very distinctly thinking, this is like you know, this may have been a lark or a let's go do this thing for some scholarship or whatever it is, whatever the reasons for getting into it, like standing, stepping outside of your comfort zone in all kinds of ways. Um, you know, just in terms of like hanging out with like, you know, strangers. Like, strangers, like room and bunking with strangers for a weekend or whatever. Like that's a, a big ask for, um,
0: I wouldn't do it know. today.
1: <laughs> right. Right. So anyway, uh, those are my, my, my uh, beyond the things that you said, those are my other
0: takeaways from here, from your pageant history my pageant weekend my pageant moment yep that was it. and then they did ask me to come back it was an uh every other year kind of thing uh and I believe they offered me like discount tuition or whatever you would call it uh, entry fee because mm. I had placed that last time they're like come on come on back do it again and at that point I was like Oh, I see. This is a hustle. I'm not interested. You want my money? I'll keep my money. Thank you. But yeah, so yeah, all the I wish all the best to the teen Montana, Miss Teen Montana folks. Don't know, don't know how they're doing, but uh, you know, that's all I have to say.
2: <laughs> Bravo.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Do you have any pageant experience? Uh,
2: you know. <laughs> When I was in fifth grade, I got invited to do a. Um, it was like a math and science smart kid pageant.
3: Fun, but it was only for
2: women, and they didn't let that on until really deep in the letter. And because of the spelling of my name, they couldn't figure <laughs> out if I was a guy or gal. Um, so I got really excited. I was like, "Oh my god, they want me to compete in something!" And then it's it's a pageant for not my gender. So.
3: Aww.
2: It's okay. That definitely hasn't <laughs> stuck with me since then.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. Well, um, it's interesting that you say that because I, I, I have a game that might fulfill uh, whatever was was missing from that experience for you. Oh, uh, no. Would you all like to play a game?
2: Bum, bum, yes, please. Bum, 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 bum.
0: So this game um, is called Pageant Material, uh, based, of course, on the uh, song and album by Casey Musgraves. Nice, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you all are competing in the uh, first ever Contenders Pageant. <laughs> Mr. Contender, first and only. So I'm gonna. Uh, there are gonna be three components. And uh, the first okay. one is a uh, pageant attire. I would like you each to describe your formal wear look that you would oh. wear on stage at oh. the uh, <laughs> Mr. Contender pageant. Whatever, so, as the spirit moves you, however you would uh, like to be formal.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: I mean, I did write um, down gown, but I I don't want to restrict it in such a way. I think I would go in
1: something um, burgundy uh, w- with kind of a kind of a velvety kind of texture, texture to it. Maybe a little, maybe maybe um, uh, the, the same burgundy, but um, uh, uh, like some uh some sort of satin accents uh, uh that's
0: reading a little johnny love to me Tobin. <laughs> uh,
1: wow yes well i was thinking gown when you said gown i'm like okay i'm yeah. gonna go gown then uh, which yeah yeah uh <clears throat> i don't know enough of vocabulary of like how to describe uh where but but i, I know i want a very lightly smoky eye mm-hmm. um And um, I don't know what I'd do with my hair. That would be a real, real problem. I guess you know what I would do. I know what I would do for my formal. I would hire um, uh, Lee. Uh, I would hire uh, Harold Perrineau from uh, um, from this movie to come and do my uh, do my do my look.
0: Nice. And you, I mean, you've got you've got the lips for it. Can I say? Oh well, thanks. That's not a weird thing to say about your brother, but. Uh, Reese, what would your uh, formal wear look be?
2: As really tempting as a uh, formal gown is, I really want to use this moment to live out my fantasy of wearing a kilt. Uh, And going that path. uh, I think somewhere in the family tree, we've got, um, you know, an actual pattern for that somewhere. Um, So, yeah, this is my chance to whip that out, do the traditional uh, suit top, um, but the real high Mm -hmm. socks and shiny shoes. I might pair some cowboy boots with that. I don't know. Um,
0: Ooh. Feeling a little Ooh, festive. Wow. Love it. Excellent. All right. Thank you both for uh, completing round one. You're both still in the running.
2: Both very generous. <laughs> <laughs>
0: round, <laughs> round two. Please describe for me your pageant talent.
3: Oh...
1: Reese, why don't you take this one first? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Um,
2: Gosh, I'm trying to think about it. I haven't played the trombone in so many years, but I think I'd practice and, and pick it up again
1: something oh my sweet. God. We, I don't we're know. both tr- we're former trombone players. Oh, then. Okay. So I, city I over here. I'm sorry. We <laughs> can do a you duet if it. you want. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Let's do that. Let's do a rusty trombone duet.
0: <laughs> and Tobin would arrange it. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> you used to
0: arrange music for us. I did.
1: I did. Yes. This
2: yes. is so good.
0: Oh, okay, go. so for real, a trombone duet? Solidarity, yeah. Yeah, All right. yeah. yeah. Okay, the final task is the most difficult. I'm getting my stopwatch started because, as you know, pageant contestants have 45 seconds to answer a question. Now, oh I boy. have pulled these questions from <laughs> a, an actual pageant, national pageant. I don't remember which one. Two years ago.
1: Oh, crap. Uh, so
0: the the political questions are... Uh, Strangely old, and but and strangely, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, mm. prescient at the same time. Okay. I'm also okay. going to include for you who which judge asked the question, just to fully let you know what we're working with here. <laughs> okay. So, um, uh, Reese, please uh, give me a pick a number one, two, or three.
2: Uh, it's going to be two.
0: All right. Uh, question number two. From Judge Tara Lipinski. (laughs) The question reads, a recent poll found slightly over half of Americans favored leaving Confederate statues in place while others wanted them removed. It's a terrible sentence. Yes. Uh, Keep them or get rid of them. What's your vote and why you have 45 seconds starting now?
2: I think we need to remove those fuckers. Uh, I'm not watching my mouth. I think that worshiping a group of people who were uh, pro-slavery who were um, anti-american um, who wanted to separate from the nation uh, I imagine that you know there's a time and place for that maybe but it's not with these people and it's not what they stood for and I think these criminals should not be worshiped in our town centers any longer
0: very nice very good you did it in a hot 30. Uh, Do you want to know what the contestant said To answer (laughs) that question Yes They they shouldn't be taken down They should be put in museums As part of history (laughs) You know That's kind of interesting A museum of shitheads, I'll take, sure Yeah,
1: And if the the point of the pageant Is to thread the needle And offend the least number of people possible That's actually a pretty good answer for doing that Yeah, Yeah, for sure
0: all right, although, I, although I
1: like, I like Reese's answer. <laughs> I like it.
0: Yeah. I I wish that's what I, the transcript had read.
2: If Hannah was in it, it's what it might have said.
3: Hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: All right, Tobin. Uh, one or three. Three. Question three from Maria Menunos. <laughs> <laughs> 195 countries signed the Paris Agreement, in which each country sets non-binding goals to reduce man-made climate change. The U.S. is withdrawing from the agreement, citing negligible environmental effects and negative economic impact. Good decision? Bad decision? Which is it? And what? Time starts now.
1: Okay, that's a terrible decision because... We, as we are about to lose, a, what is it, a million species in the next 20 years from this planet. Uh, some s- sense of cooperation among the world's uh, sort of leading powers needs to start somewhere. Even if it's true that this was a non-binding agreement and uh, wouldn't have achieved what needs to achieve to to, to sort of turn things around, it's, it was a place to start. And let's not thumb our nose at the, at the rest of the world, shall we?
0: Nice. Also, a cool 30. You all are good at this. It's like you've been practicing, you know, in between your duet practices.
1: Well, uh, yeah, we, we are also also tr- uh, actually answering the question instead That's of... That's uh, true.
0: That's true.
1: <laughs> we get together in um, a lot of
2: drag brunches and just prepare for this. Yes. Exactly. Exactly.
0: God, can I come? I love all the words you just said. Um, would you like to hear the one question that you didn't answer? Yes yes from judge thomas rett now again all these three were judges in the same pageant so who's mm, thomas rett he's a country singer but Mm -hmm. i want to say like the hipster country singer if you will in quotes Ah. like not fully but am i wrong reese
2: yeah younger hipper guy
0: yeah um okay given the evidence that concussions from playing football can cause brain damage. Would you support legislation that outlaws full contact football in elementary and high schools? Yes or no. And why? And what was the answer? I don't remember on that one, but on the Paris accord, the contestant said um, it was, we shouldn't have left because why would we give up a seat at, at kind of any table at, at, with the world stage? Why, why do we want to not know what the rest of the world is talking about when it it absolutely affects us in some way. So yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Um, there were worse ones I didn't leave up <laughs> or I didn't choose. I ch- chose the ones I thought would be most fun. Thank you all. Um, I mean, here's the thing in the spirit of collaboration, you did a duet, you both answered the question, great. I'm not I'm not trying to, you know pander, but I I think you both won. I think it was a tie.
2: I thought we were both nice. disqualified for doing it. Yeah, duel. I thought maybe.
0: That- <laughs> oh, gotcha. That would be that would have been better. You're both disqualified. Yay. But I think, you know, just like <laughs> Willa <Adine>. Dean. <laughs> yeah. If this is the preliminary round, I think you've both made it to the next. But I did that. Yeah, the last sort of thing about the the show. I love it that she was indeed disqualified. Yeah, and yeah, didn't yeah. Win. And that, yeah. and I know our mom might be disappointed, um, because she likes the a, a, a winner and a happy ending. Ah. <laughs> uh, but i i re- i really liked the way that they cuz then everyone was able to really stay true to themselves right
1: right i think so and and that she was kind of fine with it like she kind of knew that's what oh, was happening yeah. and yeah. and that that was going to be okay i i do wish that the at the end of the like as she then as as um Millie wins runner-up, and they're all happy. And then she leaves. Will Will leaves the stage before they announce Mm -hmm. who the actual winner is. And Mm -hmm. I was so hoping they weren't going to tell us. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I and I like that we don't spend a lot of time back in there. Like we do stick with Will as she leaves, but you hear on the like, is it Becca or whoever's Mm -hmm. whoever the the person Mm -hmm. that we sort of had suspected all along, the most sort of generically um, pageant contestant looking person wins and i i was so hoping it was going to just not say it and 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 that would have been awesome but they but they went like they went like two-thirds of the way there they, they did a really yeah. they did a really nice job i sort of wrapping that all up i thought
0: yeah great speaking of wrapping it all up <laughs> it's, yes. it's your line yeah, thanks <laughs>
1: Yeah, speaking of wrapping it all up, uh, this is the moment in our podcast where we uh, decide if this movie is progressive or regressive. Is this a step forward or a step back for fearless women in front of and behind the camera? Uh, Reese, what say you? Um, I think it's progressive on multiple fronts. Um, one,
2: it's not really uh, a poorly done uh Thing for positive body positivity and mm-hmm. and fat kids everywhere i think it's positive to watch on that front um i think for the positive relationships between all of the women uh in its different forms throughout the movie is great um the soundtrack is phenomenal and that doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily make it progressive but i guess the fact that it's all done by women um mm-hmm. in its own way makes it that um and then even some of the people behind the scenes like are coming into their own, they're mentoring other people. Um, The director comes from a choreography background. She started with step up and choreographed that and her old assistant, like she moved them up and they get to choreograph this movie. So we're Hmm. seeing a lot of other cool roles happening in the back at the same time. So overall, the short answer is yes.
1: Awesome. I don't know. What about you?
0: Absolutely. I, I agree with all those things. I I don't think it has to be the best movie ever to still be progressive and still be a step forward that there were um, so many uh, women behind the scenes to um, put it all together. And as we've said, put it together. Well, I think it's, it is um, well-written and well-directed. Um, and then so many kick-ass ladies of ages and, and, and shapes and sizes uh, and, uh, identities and and uh what's the other word i wanted expressions mm-hmm. god that took hey. too long y'all <laughs> kangaroo um yeah i think it's uh you know it's it's netflix and it's like the hallmark side of netflix a little bit <laughs> that's also okay that's so i i like movies i can put on to feel good while i'm cooking while i'm quilting while i'm doing all the other silly things I do in my home Uh, and to put uh, Dolly and Dolly collaborations behind it. Amen. So that was the longest I agree with Reese ever, but that's there. There it is Tobin. Yes. I
1: agree with everything that you all have said. Uh, Jennifer Aniston said in an interview when she was asked about why, or there was the interviewer was noting how many women were involved behind the scenes in the making of this movie. And, and she said, um, and they were talking about what a statement this makes. And she said, I'm not making a statement. We just chose the best people for the jobs. Yes. Um, nice. And I thought, a, I thought that was a great answer. Um, the other thing that makes this movie super progressive in my mind is that this is the perfect antidote to barbed wire, and so uh, <laughs> I'm so glad that we are following up that experience with this experience because uh, this really feels like it has cleansed my my soul, and um, uh, and I really mean that. I, this is a charming movie, and everyone should uh, should should check it out. Whatever your reservations are, it gets a little shaggy, but it's fun. This is a fun one. So uh, I agree with you all. Progressive
0: Iceland. What are we going to see next? Next up we are watching jupiter ascending coming in 2 weeks on june 11th and i i have not yet tackled that beast
1: yeah neither have i neither have I. It's a, it is a favorite movie of our guest that that uh, episode so um <laughs> <to> be forewarned we're <laughs> going into it uh and i did you know it's interesting cuz um uh i kept confusing the woman playing and not confusing, but I kept being reminded whenever I saw the the, the woman playing Ellen in this movie, uh, Will's mm-hmm. friend, um, of Mila Kunis, who's the she looks like the oh, version yeah. of her, right? Doesn't she? Of the she protagonist of Jupiter Ending. So anyway, that that sort of kept echoing in my brain as I was as I was watching this movie.
0: The connections just keep going. <laughs> Thank you, Reese, so much for joining us today. You uh, where me? can folks find you if they want um, to continue any of these conversations or ask you about your kilt.
2: I am foolishly still on Twitter and you can find me at the <laughs> handle. Who is Reese Finch? R H Y S F I N C H. Or you can find out more about my summertime adventures when I don't work for two months uh, at a website called two dot Love it.
0: Thanks again for being with us. Thank you. Uh, Tobin would you like to be found
1: please come and find me I get very lonely <laughs> right right now I am I'm spending a lot of time on Twitter at Tobin Addington defending not really defending but sort of um uh counter-attacking the hordes of super fans who are petitioning to redo the last season of Game of Thrones so um, so if you want to come see me um uh sort of bitch and moan about the people who are bitching and moaning, uh, come check me out on Twitter. <laughs> Aislin, uh, where can people find you?
0: Uh, you can find me observing towen on Twitter and not really engaging because I don't watch Game of Thrones. Um, but I am at SassyNerdMT. Uh, if you've enjoyed the sound of, of my voice or our voices today, uh, please check out Why Aren't We All, the uh, another podcast I do for Cage Club, a a short series of short series of short conversations with folks as we're trying to figure out what's going to make the world a better place and this month I suggested that it's watching Bravo so (laughs) if you've had enough of the real world and want some real housewives uh, check out that podcast Um, you can also find us uh, for this podcast on Twitter at contenders underscore pod or on Patreon at thecontenderspod.com A special thanks to our members who joined at the marquee level or above, Jeff Addington and Sean Flynn, who may be an upcoming guest on Why Aren't We All?
1: Ooh, excellent.
0: Excellent. A little tease there.
1: I like it. Uh, We here at The Contenders are proud members of the Cage Club Podcast Network. And you can keep tabs on all the Cage Club happenings on Twitter at Cage Club Pod. And speaking of happenings on Cage Club, uh, go check out the High School Slumber Party episode about... Dumplin. I haven't listened to it yet uh, because I wanted to record our podcast first with sort of without sort of uh, taking other people, stealing other people's ideas. Um, but go listen to Brian's episode about Dumplin because I bet it is a good one. Uh, that's uh, high school slumber party. You can find them at uh, the Cage Club Podcast Network. As always, thank you so much for listening. I am Tobin Addington. I'm Reese Finch.
0: I'm Islan Addington, and we'll see you next time on the contenders. <laughs> It's like your
3: brain stopped. <laughs> is,
2: oh, is there, uh, do y'all have a podcast safe word for please edit this out? Other than <laughs> please edit this Ooh, out.
0: Safe word, should. we should have oh. one.
1: We were what big on like
0: safe words. Like, kangaroo. <laughs> kangaroo.
2: I like that. It's yeah. very unmistakable. Okay. Yeah.